Hello, this is Lisa Russick and Misty Lore with the podcast. We are all psyched. And today, like I promised, Harold is here and we finally figured out how to make this happen. When's the video podcast on Spotify? Harold, would you like to say hello? Hello. Hello, Harold. So we have a question hello, for Harold. you. We have a question for you. Do you think we're all psychic? Yeah. Hi. So how'd you get to that conclusion? Well, I could, that could be, that could be a long time by itself, but, uh, <laughs> psyche means, what, psyche is everything that's connection, you know, so we're all connected, so, I mean, you could go do, do with that, you know what I mean, and I just, we all, I think everybody has this, but they just are unaware, or they're just, since we're born, we're just, we're not taught to do this. Yes. You know, this exists. So we're basically controlled. And uh, so we don't have power and we don't have, we can't do all these things, but we can. And it just takes, you know, if you're not born into the family or someone that does that or can teach you and all that, you kind of have to figure it out on your own. And that's, that's difficult. That's what you did pretty much, isn't it? Figured it out. Yeah. On your that's, own. yeah. Since I always had an idea that I like, I always knew I could feel things and, and there was other things and I was open to stuff. And I just, as yeah, I had a lot of paranormal things happen when I was younger. And that kind of was like, okay, if this is real, then what else? You know, because you kind of have to know. You, everybody can tell you anything. It's just like <laughs> life, but you have to experience, you have to be like, okay, that's for sure. And then you no, know no. that on, right? <laughs> you know, then you know from that on, okay, this is possible. This really happened. But maybe it's only one time, you know what I mean? But then when it happens more and then so on, and then it just led to me up to losing, when I lost my sight, everything just started to, okay, okay, this was real. This is, this does make sense. Okay, I can do this. And it's not scary because uh, it's for a good cause. I don't, we don't have these things to, this is to help. Right. This is not like to hurt people and, all people were scared of this word psychic or medium or clairvoyant or whatever. And I'm kind of like, what do you call? Because there's many different things. There's many different abilities. People it's really what you identify with, I yeah. think. Yeah. So, but, but it's catchy though. What we, we're all yeah. psychic because that <laughs> is true. You know, and where it's animals, babies, people, everything, plants. I agree. Rocks. All, right. It's all. We all can connect, can't we? Yes. Yes. So listeners and watchers, uh, Harold and I have been trying to get this podcast together for a while. And when we first finally got the talk, he told me that he has been in a wheelchair since he was 10. Is that right? When you were 10? Yeah. Yep. And then he lost his sight completely, what, about a year and a year ago? Yeah, about, it was a year in June. So yeah, a year and four months or so. And um, he told me that he's been a fan of the podcast and... um, When I heard some of the stories he told me about growing up and uh, I really just thought about, you know, how Harold, you have been, you know, not able to live anywhere near and close to a normal life that most of us do, not being able to walk around and then losing your sight. And I think that, you know, I feel like when we have communicated right away that you have this great intuition and I, I think you're just born with it. But I think maybe your disabilities am, you know, make it stronger, amplify it. It seems like to me, like you had yeah. told me that you could see colors with it now, like every once in a while, like yeah. I could see colors and stuff. Can yeah, you talk about start, that? Like, what's yeah, that? Recently, yeah, recently I just started. Uh, it's like it it comes on in shifts, and then maybe my body adjusts to whatever it is, and then I'm able to incorporate it. If that makes sense, that's what a lot of people call energy shifting. So your yeah. energy will shift into a new perspective, kind of, and okay. a new status or state and you can do more <laughs> what kind of like right now i can i don't know see i don't know whether it's coming from me sometimes or if it's in the room or other people because see it just went away because i noticed it <laughs> when i notice it but it's like i would just see a bluish up up, up above area uh sometimes i'll see like a, maybe a rainbow of a couple different colors uh a lot of times i think it's me because the other day i tried just to think of like happy moments or something like when i was yeah. in childhood which I didn't think of my childhood as being happy until I started going in and 
remembering things and doing the work and being like, it's not that, it wasn't that bad and it's not this bad, you know? Right. But my, I started to see blue. So I was like, wait a minute, maybe this has to do with blue too. Well, you know, in crazy. angel colors, blue is uh, bravery. In auras, it's usually bravery and healing and strength and yeah. uh, empowerment and stuff like that. A lot of blue yeah. is uh, in angel colors. And in witch colors, I think it is a healing color usually. Um, well, I, first dis- I first discovered it probably a month or two ago because I had heard about people that, yeah, if you close your eyes and if you do like See what I, I can do this. I got to do it real fast. I wave, just wave my arms back and forth, one or the other. Yeah. And look indirectly at, and I could see the blue. That's, that's where it started off. Just you're seeing your aura. Trail. Yeah. Like trail, yeah. Right? Like the vapor. Yeah. And then it went into, like right now, I'm seeing a circle up above, which is sometimes I'll see a shape. Right? It literally looks like a blue circle or a triangle or a square, but I don't know what, what to make out of it. And then when I go outside now, I could see like uh, a different shade. Like I could tell where the side of the house was and then where the ground was. Like That's so cool. Maybe it was so, green and blue. You know what I mean? So it was almost like a radar or like a infrared or whatever you want. And I was telling my brother about but he doesn't he doesn't understand. He, he's I said, Well, I'm seeing I'm, I haven't seen color, I haven't seen nothing except for when I dream. You know what I mean? I haven't seen nothing but dark in a year and a half almost. And when I see colors now, I'm like, oh my Wow. You get, you get, you were at, so I want to go back to what you said. Sometimes you're not sure if it's you, if it's other people yeah. or if it's entities. I would yeah. say like whatever feelings or emotions that come up for you when you see these colors might be a good indicator. Okay. Have you noticed anything like that? Well, like sometimes when I'm talking to certain people, which is just mostly on the phone because I don't get to go out much. Now it's uh, on the, you know, the social media. It's, it'll get brighter or darker. I have noticed that. Hmm. What feeling so comes does, that, and it does correlate. I, there's no real, there's no feeling. No, it's okay. Just, Information is the person. See, it just got dark just a second. It was brighter. Now it just got dark. Well, I have, I don't really have a way to study all. Like I'm just figuring out that part, and then the colors they kind of just seem to go. But a lot of times I'll just see blue around me, kind of like around my nose area. And wow, going up uh, like, to me, like it's kind of like being protected. Like an outline of my body, right? Yeah. Yeah. And it's like amazing. being what, Misty? Protected. Yeah. Like when you say angel, I'm thinking, you know, he's got a blue protection around him. Kind yeah, of. Archangel yeah. Michael is associated with blue, and he is the protective, yeah. you know. And, and also, yeah. it's also a sign yeah, of an old soul. Yeah, oh, that's old. what I felt like. I've always felt like I was here lots of times. I always like other times better. I always felt like I either was from somewhere else or didn't belong. I mean, I had always, uh, and that this body wasn't, this isn't the way it gets it, a cage. Yeah. Plus right. the disabilities and all that, losing sight. But I mean, you feel like this is not your natural. I've always felt like this is not me. Mm-hmm. That makes sense. Yeah. And how are you feeling right. now that you've been exploring your energy side? Oh, I'm happier than I, I tell people when I told my one friend to help me, I said, I'm, if I could go back and have my sight now, I wouldn't. I wouldn't change it. Oh, wow. That's, <laughs> that's awesome. Because I'm happier now than I was before that. It didn't oh. change anything because I lost my sight. I didn't, it didn't be like, okay, now, you know, I, I still, I mean, I can do a lot less. That's what I'm, that I, I'm trying to figure out, but I figured out what I can do now. Good. And I can talk and I can share my story and I can help people and I can help people with these little things too, just like you do. If you guys hadn't helped me, I like I said, I don't know. I was listening to podcasts. I didn't know what a podcast was. Mm-hmm. My sister had always mentioned I listened to podcasts and radio. And so I was just talking to the speaker one day. And I said, hey, play some psychic podcast. So I listened to him. And that's my intuition. If I don't feel anything, I go to the next. You know? And so I trust that. I've learned to trust myself. You have to trust yourself. That's first. hard. Yeah. That's the hardest yeah, thing is. because you've been beat down probably since you were born. That you you're wrong or you're too sensitive or you're this or that. That's what I was told. Or, or I'll give you a reason to cry, you know what I mean? Or bruise it for a bruise and and you cry and you hurt, and you don't know why, but you want everybody to be happy and that's all you want. Yeah. And mm-hmm. but yeah, I heard about it and I started listening to you guys and I said, I said, Okay, wait a minute, who are they her? They're <laughs> just laughing and giggling, and I just 
<laughs> I just relaxed the rest of the day. I'm at home, like seriously. And when you don't have that, nobody, how do you, what, what can you do? And then you hear that and you're like, okay, I'm not so alone. I, this is me. I've experienced this. This makes sense. There's no way that this is, because I don't believe in coincidence, accident, uh, you know, none of that stuff. Uh, me either. Me neither. Everything has a reason and a purpose. So I don't believe that things just happen. Nice. So me I heard either. that. I heard you, heard you, and I said, okay. And uh, it kept me every week, every couple of days, it was two times a week or whatever. And then you were getting sweat on a while. Now um, we're all over the place. Yeah. There we are. We'll feel well, whatever. I was actually feeling this stuff. And you I was were? asking, are you okay? Yeah. Where are you at? Because I didn't know what to do. And, and if there's other people, you know, like me that don't know what to do, where, who are you going to call? Like Ghostbusters, right? Yeah. <laughs> it's the truth. But you can call people for that. you got ghost hunters now. Yeah. You call, which I, I don't like the term ghost hunters. Yeah. They're not supposed to be hunting. They're not they're hunting already and dead. killing anything. <laughs> <laughs> That's so funny. <laughs> yeah, ghost hunters, right? But, yeah, who are you going to call? So we have to call you you know and other people but there you can't rely not all these people are for real either and i'm not going to talk about or there are different else. levels of development yeah. too you know some oh, people yeah. are at different levels like uh i did a podcast i we've done so many podcasts with people who have done things that i like astral project i can't do that you know I, i'm oh, I've done that before yeah, yeah. That. tell us about that yes tell oh, us because you said i might even be able to do what you said where you uh what's it called when you two lucid dreaming Lucid. No, the other one. Uh, uh, like the army used to use, they hired people. Oh, to, remote uh, viewing. Yeah, because I thought that one day I told, I heard you and Misty having that conversation the next day. I heard you remember. Yeah. And you were talking about me, and I don't know if I was projecting there because I just heard it or what you called at her. But yeah, when I was a kid, I remember more or less when I was a kid because I think that's when you start to shut down after a certain age, right? If, yeah. If you don't get into it, you're just like. You don't do it anymore, or whatever. Right. And right, is that what you feel too? Yes. Yeah, we With all the psychic do. Stuff. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Until when you're like, when you hit ten, eleven years old, or whatever, and then you're kind of like, okay, well, that's just normal, or you don't even pay attention. Right. But I used to dream of the same places, and I know that they meant because it was so real. It was more than real than I don't even want this. You know what I mean? I want yeah. that. Yeah. And when it was bad, though, it was the same thing, though. The nightmares, you know what? Because I don't love with that too, and you have to learn how to kind of put that. And that's I don't even know how people. Mine kind of just started to go away once I just started to forgive and don't forget, but forgive things. Yes, you know? yes. That's my dreams are, on, I have to right? understand them, and once I understand yeah. the message, then I can. They'll stop happening. The stress, dream. and then you won't have the nightmares. Yes, yeah, right. Do that because, but yeah, I used to dream about. I remember, I remember dreaming about flying, and I have a fear of heights. Really, I mean, I, I'm afraid. I do too. I've fallen on the floor before, and I'm afraid because I could, I could really get hurt. But you I can, okay. yeah. But yeah, I dream. I used to dream about flying up into space, and just going up, and I didn't see nothing. It wasn't my body. I just used to remember the coolness, like it was. But I could breathe, like I was saying. And then you're like, "Well, you're not your body," and yeah. But I didn't think, you know, that actually, how could you leave your body and be alive and then come back to it, you know? You just didn't right know. I know yeah. it was space, you know. I know what it was, or it was somewhere up there. It was dark, and there was dots, sprinkly dark. You know what I mean? Quickly dots. But I went up and I flew, and I remember. I used to remember flying and look going up into people's. I didn't look into the windows though, unless I don't remember that part. But <laughs> but literally, I would remember hovering, you know, going yeah. out the street when I was sleeping, and I I just think I'm having these dreams. But I would listen to like people in their house and they'd go to another house. And then uh, I had the island or some kind of paradise that I used to go to. And I don't know if you can call that heaven or. It's interesting that you say that because when I do shamanic trance work, I take people to what I call their places. And what you're describing sounds to me like your place. Misty's heard me talk about that before. It's like your place, all yours and your imagination. And it's like something that is just yours and you feel great there, right? Which yeah. one? The island one? Or? The island one. Or any of them. Yeah. There could be more than one place. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah it was like green. And it wasn't water, though. I don't remember that. I just remember. And there's nothing there but me. And I don't see me or anything that represents me. It's just. That's it. It's a feeling of being at this place. And you can smell it. And, and you're there. And you feel everything. But it was just so green and so 
beautiful colors. Like you just can't describe. You could try to remember it, but you can't really, you know. And then I had a weird one that I would have a lot where I was going into the TV set, you know, like a giant floor model, big screen where I would put my hand into it. I I don't think that was like an actual really thing I could do, but maybe that represented. You may have been actually doing it. Your actual hand could have come out of your arm and touched. It went into the TV. Yeah. But then, then I would go all the way, but I won't remember where I like what was in there. Oh, wow. Going in. And I'm like, this, it would happen a lot. And then I started remembering when I started having dreams again, uh, doing all this work, I started remembering and having dreams and remembering my dreams again. And then the childhood dreams came back. And I said, wow. And they were nice places. That I must have needed to go there at the time or whatever. And it was amazing, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Now I'd like to, you know, because yeah, I've tried to meditate a few times and I just can't seem to. You know, well, you know God. what, Harold, I've been looking for somebody to do an astral projection. I had someone to, ready to do it, but she had a baby. So maybe uh-huh. it's past the baby stage, you know, the, the infant stage. She'll be able to do that podcast and teach us all how to astral project. But she's really good at it. But I think you just need yeah. to get like there's something, some little phrase or some little piece of knowledge or information or knowing that you're going to get. And then you're going yeah. to do it like that. It can happen that way. Yeah, because what I have kind of, I mean, I could do a lot of stuff on purpose, but a lot of stuff is kind of like a fishing glide. I would describe it as where it's some stuff just gets pulled in, you know? Right. And you're like, okay, I got to say this, or I got to do this, or I have to, uh, this means something, but I don't know all the time who it's for, or if it's just for me. And the, like the other day, uh, this is probably for everybody, but it's believe in you came for me. And this right now, I think people need to, at this moment, right, believe in you. Because right. this this or this religion or this other, because there's all these talks about who or whatever. Believe in you. You have the power. Yeah. Right. And all of us together. Yourself. Yeah. We're going to do it. You know what I mean? So it's not the individual this or the group of this or the book of this or whoever wrote this. You know, believe in you. That's yeah. when it comes down to everything. Just look at yourself and believe in you. What you feel is right. That's what you're given. That's your gift. And that's and in the end, that's all you have. have what, what's that, Misty? I said in the end, that's all you have anyway. Is yeah. yourself. That's, that's you what have. I was about to get at too. Yeah, you're your best friend. I mean, you're you're given what you need, right? That's all you need, and you you can you can grow food and do things if you really need to. If that pulse comes and takes out the electronics or whatever else these end of the world scenarios, right? <laughs> there's a lot of them. Who's right going to be able to go out there and yeah. live? A lot. I bet you there's people with a High sensory perception, I call it, not ESP, not ESP or whatever, right? Yeah. Uh, you're going to make it because you can rely on them senses and you can do things and go out and with the animals, right, and the earth and the trees and and uh, teach other people, right? Right. So I have a question. Gonna, yeah. Um, well, I'm sure Misty's dying to ask some questions, but I had oh, one yeah. question. I just wanted to know. While you're speaking with us, are you seeing any colors or having any empathic experiences or any telepathic? Are you having any kind of psychic experiences during this interview? I'm waiting right now because it's brightening up a little bit. You say that because I'm paying attention to it. It's just brightening up. Is it brightening up in a color or just like it went away and then it went darker It's just brightening up instead of being black? I see light kind of. It's and when you went to look for it, though, right? When I asked you if you see no, it, when you noticed it, it started to brighten up and okay. then it went away. Yeah. Interesting. So it was dark. And then when he said, Are you looking for any, or do you see anything happening? It started to get bright like a blip and then blew back down and it just dark. Wow. So it did, but you just don't and add now it. I'm seeing blue up above over here above my eye, brow. I'm seeing it to you right now. Right up there. You are no. right here. Like around my eyes. Yeah. But not covering my eyes, you know, because if your eyes are blue, like it's, it's like around, yeah, it's it's like a trace, yeah. crazy. Is it a circle or is it just a blur or? It's like an outline around my body from what I can see through my eyes, though, because you can't see your whole body through your eyes. Yeah. But I can see it around. I just sent you some color. I tried to send you some blue just now, right before you said that. That's so cool, Missy. Yeah. Missy, yes. do you have questions? I know you've got some. Oh, I've got a million questions. <laughs> go, go. The question is where to start. Right? I know. That's how I feel. 
Well, you know, I want to know a little bit more about you, Harold, and, and your story. I want you to okay. tell me your story. Ooh. Well, when I was I was born, I, I could tell my age and all that, right? Because I don't yeah. have nothing to hide. So since I got lost my sight, I'm like, you know what? Whatever I got, I want to help people. I could give, you know. Let me be the vessel or whatever you want to call it. So, uh yeah, I was born in 78, so I'm 43, right? And then I, when I was two is when they found what I have called juvenile rheumatoid arthritis and arthrogryposis. It's like a ad. There you go. You know what I mean? There you go. There's something else for you. And to get them both together, to get one is kind of one of them, one of the million or billion or whatever. And it's, uh, it basically caused the cartilage to dry up in my joints. So mm. the, uh, that's the juvenile rheumatoid arthritis plus all the pain that comes with oh. the arthritis. But when you're born with it, when I was, when my mom took me in, I, I used to fall down. I couldn't walk. It hurt so bad. I was crying oh. all the time. That's when they were like, okay, something's wrong. And I was real fat. My joints would swell up. They don't do that anymore. But if I get real hot, sometimes my knuckles will, you know, swell up sometimes. But I used to get real fat. So they thought it was other things. They didn't know I would blow up, but it was the swelling of the joints and, and all that stuff. So I had all this going on in like 80, 1980s. They're trying to. What's yeah. And, they, and you're a kid, a little kid, and they don't know what's going on. Oh my God. You know what I mean? And so that's when they found out that that's what it was, but they really couldn't do nothing. So when I was five, that's when they started me on 21 baby aspirins a day for pain. What, 21 of them? 21, seven times, a, three times a day, seven. Yeah. At Damn. five years old. And I started my eye problems at like, three or four oh my god but uh they put drops they had some drops that would take care of them back then and i had forgotten because i had been over 30 years before i started having them again and it was called uveitis iritis okay and plus i had uh where you can't see far away is it nearsighted or nearsighted yeah i'm nearsighted that too and stigmatism those were the first i have that too that. astigmatism yeah yeah but they could treat them then and they went okay but they left little floaters they got called like little spots, like little scars, I guess. But you learn. I mean, I have a few floaters. floaters. Yeah, I'm just yeah. Using them. yeah. talking yeah. about everybody has floaters, like uh, you yeah. know, yeah. little dots. Yeah. And then, and then, so I just went on. I had oh my gosh, so many other surgeries. I had a, I had a body cast for my hip popping out of the joint. That's all they said at the time they could do, right? Yeah. Told me the whole body cast for eight weeks. Oh, God. And that dried up all the cartilage. I could walk before that. Oh, you know, after that, I couldn't do nothing. And I remember the first time I got touched when they took the cast off, right? I was laying in the stretcher and I put, they put you in the hallway and still someone come to get you. Yeah. The nurse to take you to your room or whatever, right? So I remember the person came up and just tapped me on my knee and I freaking screamed because, because that's oh. the first time I've been touched since they took this cast off for eight weeks and it hurt oh. so bad. Oh my God. But I couldn't stand after that. They couldn't bend my knees after that, you know. Oh. That was done. And then I had to wear a halo because my neck, my spinal cord got really thin from the arthritis, they said. So they had to take a bone out of my back and put it in my neck in the back. Yeah. My head almost fell off. They said, if I wouldn't have went in for a checkup one time, that literally, that's how the doctor described it. He said, your head would have just fell off. Gosh. So wow. That sounds like you, so you're, you're like 10, 11, 12 dealing with all, all this. this. Yeah. That's like, it's like, it's all that. you knew of life. That's all that there was. Jesus. And I can still see, I don't know, on my forehead, there, there's a hole, especially on this side over here. It's the scars more, but there's two holes on the left and the right. And in the back, I got the two holes. They're never going to go away. But, and it's been almost, it's been 35 years over. But, uh, <laughs> those are from them drilling. They had to literally drill these screws in. And hold my head up with this round bar, like a halo, like an angel would call. Okay. And then the four bars would come down to this vest you would have on, you had to wear. And so I got the holes in my skull because I don't think your skull can, it doesn't regrow, right? Your skull. Right. I don't think any bone regrows unless it's like just grows. <laughs> over it, right? So the holes are, there's just skin and stuff that regrow. It's real sensitive. That okay. That's yeah. weird though. Uh, scars are still there. And then I had the halo and they cut my legs a couple of times because I couldn't walk. So they tried to do tendon surgery. Tendon surgery. Yeah. Yeah. On my knees and hips. So that didn't work. 
at some point when I was a teenager, I said, no more. <laughs> yeah. Bet. No more practicing because it's Frank. I felt like Frankenstein. How could you go? Yeah. You know? yeah. And exactly. then all the medicines they had me on and the shots they used to give me and the blood work they constantly would take out of me. They had to prick my fingers because I don't have, like, they couldn't get it out of my arm. So they used to use this little metal thing. Sometimes yeah. they had to do all 10 fingers just oh. to get a tube of blood out. And I would have these swollen fingers. And I go, Oof. and I'm like, this is too much pain. Like, that's what I love. I dealt with all that. Like, I helped, I carried that for so many years until I realized I don't need to do that. That's, that's not, you know, this is have you found, have you found a way with um, working with your energy? to find pain relief have you found any techniques for that with because you, you oh yeah seem like you've been really powering it you've always had the gifts and the ability that yes. you're, you're you're you know what they are now it sounds like so have you been able to find some healing that way yeah uh yeah because let me tell you I, yeah since i was it went from the 21 baby assholes to oxycontin okay? so let me and you know that's a bad word anybody knows that and that was prescribed by the doctor so that's when i got to where it was too much Plus, I was on Xanax because I started having panic attacks, they called it. And I was in there for eight times in 10 days. I was in the emergency room because I thought I was having a heart attack. Yeah. You know what I mean? It literally feels like you're dying. Oh, uh, yeah. A panic attack will feel like you're dying. Yeah. Or you're wishing. For days. Have you ever had them for like two or three days straight? Yeah, I have. You can't sleep? I have. Oh, it's so bad. And they're like, well, here's pills. I don't want pills. And the PCP (laughs) gave me both. You can't give Xanax to someone. They told me at the pain clinic later on. You can't take those. Yeah. With Xanax, right? So I was doing that. Plus I was drinking. Plus I was doing the part. I was just doing all of it because I didn't know how to deal with the pains and the emotions and just what was mine and what's not mine. And, and you like your body pain. But ever since I started getting clearer and not doing certain things like Buddha, I started, I listened to audio books too. So that helped me a lot. But Buddha, right thinking, right eating, right, you know, all that right stuff. It's true. Don't, don't listen to the wrong things. Don't, uh, eat the wrong foods. Don't think the wrong way. Try to do it and then you'll get clearer. And then the clearer you get, the more your abilities, you'll be able to receive the messages and know that it's not yours, that it's spirit or whatever. Cause that's the thing, right? How do you know when it's not you just saying, okay, I need to do this? So you have to be clear to do that. Yeah, you have to get you have to you get want to give someone, discerning. If you <laughs> want to give someone your opinion, it's not from you, right? It's not coming from you. Yeah. Right. You want to be like, well, you should do this because no, you want to be like, okay, this is what I'm getting. Maybe you know, certain you have to just, and so that's what I'm learning. I don't want to tell people based on what have my own judgment. I don't want to no ju- no judgment. You can't have judgment right. Right. I think that's why I forget most of my readings when I give them. I just kind of zoom, like take myself right into it. Try to take myself yeah. out of the equation. Am autopilot, I- right? That's what I've learned. I say that to myself. I'm on autopilot. I yeah. don't have to dodge. I don't have to dodge. <laughs> don't you know? dodge. It feels like things are dodging. You got to dodge it. I'm, sw- I'm this is this coming at me all the time. No, just relax. I learned to tie myself, put it down in to the ground. Wear a mental vest. I got all these things I started putting on. Once these things started working in my mind, a pink bubble. So we all have bubble, right? Our energy. Yeah. Mine is pink. And that's because I'm coming with unconditional love. And this is my my whole thing. You get what you put out and it doesn't matter what somebody done to you or what you thought happened or whatever. You have the choice of how to deal with that, right? Absolutely. Respond, don't react. And so my bubble's pink. And if you think about we're all it's all water, the whole everything's in water. My droplet is pink. It goes into the water, it changes it all pink. <laughs> I right? love that. So that's awesome. You can have whatever color you want, you know what I mean? Whatever your color is. But for me, that's what I want to do. I want to come gosh. into the place and be like, wait a minute, somebody feels something. They 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 know. That's what I want to do. And give that to people because there's so many people that just I've been close to death uh, 30 times and I've, I've known that many people that have died and it wasn't in like group deaths or it was like individual people. And I try to remember all of the names because, you know, we all have a connection. Like I said, and there's people that are sad. I've been doing people that committed suicide and didn't know they had a problem. Yeah. If you could help anybody, even just smiling at them, you know? Yeah. When you walk, notice this, when someone walks by you and you're in public, do they look at you or do they look down? Or they smile at you, or they courteous. Do they open the door? Probably none of those things. Sometimes it just depends. 
Exactly. You know, the looking down is very common. People looking and looking down. It's just yeah. See, no but comment. You know what? There's there's lots of times where somebody just smiled at me or opened a door and it made my day. Yeah, and they don't realize that, right? Yeah. <laughs> so do that for other people, and that's a simple. You can do that. Anybody can do that. I had a pastor tell me once, I can't do nothing much or do much or anything because I'm in a wheelchair. I remember you telling me that. That's horrible. I said, Are you kidding me? And you know what? One day. I'm going to contact him one day when I'm helping people and all that. But I don't want to just do it because of that. I'm doing it. <laughs> You're going to date him about it. <laughs> I don't want to be rubbing it in his face, you know. Like, hey, I something. But you know what? I know I'm helping people. And whenever people say something validates me, I'm seeing blue right now, too. Again. And uh, just people come up to me when I used to go out and they'd be like, hey, I don't. I think people are afraid to talk. You know, they're afraid. But I, I want you to come up and say, hey, uh, you're out. You're, you know, I'm happy to see you. Because people would literally come up to me and they'd, they'd be surprised to see me outside. Because I would catch before I got before I uh, went blind. I'd catch the bus, public bus and go out. Yeah. To the mall or whatever. Just hang out. Yeah. And I want people to come up and say, hey, how's your day or whatever. But it's like they're afraid to just do normal stuff. You know? Yeah. And at that time, I wasn't somebody that's going to go up and hey, how are you? Now I will because I want to... I want to be the light. Yeah, going. <laughs> Spread the light. Yeah, I have nothing to hide. Like I said, I don't. I I'm confessing all my stuff. I let go of all that. I gave everything. And at first, people, I went back and tried to find people that I thought that I might have said something wrong to, or just felt a little odd, just to let it go on my hand because I don't want to carry that and then come back and do it again or whatever you believe in. You know, if you believe we're we're coming back again, I don't want to learn that lesson. I want to learn it now. Amen. I know. I agree. And I have a chance now because I said that one night, literally. Uh, when I, if you want, you want me to tell you how I, I pray for God to take me and that last. Yes, yeah, comfortable with it. Yeah, yeah, because I, I was, I mean, I, I was when I was younger, I was you know depressed, but it was it just hit me after going to thirteen doctors and playing refer friends is what I called it, and. uh they said, uh, now what I have is those three things that I have. I got glaucoma and I got, uh, cataract and I got retinal vein inclusion and macular edema on top of all the rest of that before they caught it. It was too late. Yeah. You know what I mean? And I had lost one eye. I'd lost the left eye and then it took three years. And then the other eye went within a year, the right eye. Yeah. So I kind of was okay with one. It didn't. I was like, okay. But then the other one, that's when they hit me and. I was laying there in bed one night and I just was, I didn't sleep for days or weeks. Sometimes I don't even know, you know, I don't, I don't have a clock anymore. There's no such thing as time and there really isn't. Yeah. And you could get into all that too, you know. Yeah. That's another discussion <laughs> time and what's real and what isn't because when you can't see, you can go to sleep when you want, you're awake when you want, you know. Yeah. But I would lay there and I didn't sleep. And then I, one night I was awake and I said, God, if it, if it's not going to get any better, like what was the purpose? Why? Why was I born disabled and all this torture all these years, you know, and went through all this and now I'm blind and I just got, I can't do nothing but stay in this room. I can't even use my hands to get on a computer anymore, which is what the only thing I could pretty much do before or watch TV, you know, and I was just, oh my gosh, I don't want to do this no more. And I have sleep apnea too. So yeah. that's another thing thrown on top of all that. Yeah. So I literally, I quit breathing in my sleep sometimes, but it'll happen when I'm awake too. I don't know what the, but that night about 20 times it happened and it scared me and it said, okay, I had to stand down and it got into my head. Okay. I'm here to, and that's not the way it flipped almost immediately. It wasn't, I mean, I'm still, you know, but I'm still getting there and I'm almost to where I would like to be. I want to get Nirvana. I want to get peace on her. Me too. And I don't know. They say you can't get that way, right? They say nobody can be that way all the time. Bull crap. Mm-hmm. You prove them wrong. Bull crap. I'll tell you what. Yeah, you really. <laughs> Why can't you feel peace all the time? No matter what comes at you, you can be like, okay, let's go. Right? Why do you have to be yeah. sad about something? Why do you have to be like, okay, this person's around and they're close to me. I can't help it if you be affected. And people don't realize that's psychic too, right? Yeah. It doesn't matter if you're related or you're or whoever. You there's a connection there. We feel we have the word it. empathy for a reason. Yes. Yeah, it's, yeah, yeah. it's not a weakness. It's not a weakness, but most people they shut that off. Yeah, I'm weak. 
I don't want to feel for you. Well, not always like that, that too, but it, sometimes it feels like crap, especially if you don't know what it is. Oh, it does. Oh, you know, if you don't know what it is and way. you're just picking up the negative and you don't know what's oh. going on, why every time I'm around people, I feel horrible. That's all I feel. You know, yeah. That's what it was for me, you know? And it's then when like I got older, it was so much. Yeah. It's like uh, you're the one lady. Yeah. And it's so hard for people. They take all that in and they, they don't realize that and their life just goes by and that's it. Yeah. Seriously. And they do the same thing. Like, I'm able to pick up patterns. And I understand. I'm like, this person's been doing this for 20 years. But they don't understand. And you're going to get the same thing. It's insanity, right? Doing the same uh, thing. Doing the same thing with the expecting a different outcome. And expecting a different, yeah. <laughs> it's like, you know, and that's what I feel like. You know, the hamster in the wheel. Does the hamster realize he he's not going anywhere? I haven't yeah. asked the hamster, but I always got the impression he was trying to get buff. For the lady hamster. Well, they're actually they not, they not realize they're not getting anywhere. Do they think they're going to a different place? Yeah, it's the same thing. Are they still doing this? Because that's what that's what it feels like people are. So I'm recognizing that now, and that's why I can help people. My voice, my my story, which everyone has a story, like you said, and people need to hear that too because people are ashamed of what happened to them, or they can't talk about it. They keep it in, or they have to go to therapists. Those are fine too. I don't Nothing against them. Some people might have to pay for that. Though. You yeah. know what I mean? Then what if you can't afford that or whatever? But you could talk to somebody. You know? Always. And you're not a freak and you're not, oh, I hear voices. or I. So what was your changing point there, Harold? Oh, uh, well, the, when I see the ghosts outside and all that, that, got, that kind of got me open to the paranormal. And then this happened like 20 so years ago. And this was me and like four other people down the street here. This was outside, and they used to talk about the house was haunted. So, see, it was a uh, it was a lady and her son, and then her mother, and her mother's boyfriend. And it was like one o'clock in the morning. They lifted my wheelchair up onto the porch, and it had just rained, right? And there was drops, like, but it was like eighty degrees or so. And uh, I wasn't like on, you know, so I wasn't hallucinating. I wasn't like, so I know what it was. Plus, we all saw this stuff. So I always tell people that because when I hear people saying, oh, I drank or I did drugs, but I experienced this, it kind of, I don't want to judge them, but it kind of makes, you know, if you're clean, it's it's. It wonders if that may be interfering somehow with the truth. I think it does, too. But I'll never forget that. But it was a one-time thing. And again, when you experience something like that, you think, oh, it's just just one time. But yeah, we they used to say our houses are haunted. They live two doors apart, the mother and the daughter. And I was like, eh, you know, when I see it, I believe it type or yeah. when, I, when it smacks me and I'm like, here, you know, <laughs> but one night they looked at me on the porch and it started off with when I guess people could saw, could say there were orbs, right? Yeah. And this was across the street. So we're on the porch. They got a little yard right in front of it, sidewalk, and there's a street and then there's a little parking lot and there's some woods behind this little parking lot. So you could see the parking lot in the wooded area from across the street. It wasn't very far. And there's a street light right there. So I'm thinking there's some kind of light tricks because I'm also scientific. I'm always trying to explain it away first. Right. And then once you have that little bit left, okay, maybe. So I'm thinking, okay, what is these four your balls or glowing balls, like globes, different sizes off the ground and they're spinning. I could tell like because they were like smoky, like in the movie. Yeah. Like, you can see through, right? Yeah. And then it went from that. I don't remember like the transition into a doorway. And I, I mean, it was a doorway. It was a frame. It oh, went like up a, the like two a, sides an and the top. Kind of? but, huh? Like an entranceway? Yeah, like a door with no door, like a frame. Yeah. Okay. But there was no bottom. It was like the top and the two sides. But oh. it was the same material, same color, like a smoky white. And then out of there, out of there came a man and a woman. And we all saw, I mean, but it was neat because it probably went on for like 45 minutes to an hour. Wow. And it didn't, it didn't feel like any kind of, it didn't feel like any time. Like it was just peace, like this, yeah. you're just in this what thing. What they look like, like? Do you remember what they looked like? And yeah, they, you couldn't see like from far away, like the face and the features, but I could tell because it looked like they were dancing and the woman's dress, you know, was in the wind and they were holding hands and I could I could make out all that and then after that it looked like little kids on the ground playing with something 
because uh, they were down there. They were doing something, and it was kids. And a lot of it might have been intuition and then seeing it, putting it together, too, because I couldn't see eyes and noses, but I, you could see the outline. That's how spirits and, appear to me, too. It's, it's, it's kind of a blur, but you, you can define, like, a maybe high cheekbones. Yeah. Or maybe oh the color God. or shape of the hair or the body figure. Yeah. But me, there's there's, yes, it. male or female, or the hair's long or short. Yeah. And they're playing. And then after that, oh, oh, what happened while this was going on? I said, I don't believe this. I said, go over there. Go <laughs> over there. Because I'm like, those are projector. But there's no way they can set this up, you know what I mean? Because I'm like, this is Hollywood stuff. There's no way this is for real. Because this is one of them things, you know what I mean? And so I said, go over there and do something, scream or whatever. And she went into the parking lot. And I kid you not, the male and the female, this is before the kids came out. They came out afterward. They went back into the uh, doorway, and I could see them peeking just like one on each side. Wow. But where they were behind her was cut off, so you could only see like they were literally behind the doorway looking out. And then when she came back across, but she couldn't see them when she was there. She said, what are, what are they doing? She couldn't Weird. see them over there. But we could see them where we were at. But then when she came back across, that's when the little kids came out, and they were like having this little party. I don't know. And then yeah. after that, after that, it looked like Indians, from what I can best describe it. Coming down out of the woods with like these big buckets or something on their head, like they're carrying water from the river or something. Yeah, yeah. Years later, someone said there was an old crypt back there. Probably never it dried up. And you I never seen all there. kinds of like impressions of things. It sounds like what 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 was what did you think that was at the time, and what do you think it is? Oh my! I just was like, okay, I saw this, and the next day I got online. This was like late nineties, and I found a ghost on our website. And I, I called, I actually talked to them, and this actually might be them. I'm not sure, but it was two guys in a van that used to go around <laughs> doing plumbing. And this was before they, you know, it was just a paranormal site. And they said, uh, go on our website and just put your story, type it in. And I told them what happened. I said, I don't know what, I don't want, you know what I mean? I can't explain it, but this is what I saw. And, and they said, well, it had just rained and the humidity. And they said, Something about the the veils, you know, at certain times in the weather. And I could have seen, you know, they explained it to me, which I understand. It's like an electric storm or rain, right? Or thunder. The air is more activity when it thunders, right? And it's thunder. Yeah. Yeah. Electric storm. Yeah. It's the weather does affect the paranormal. Yeah. And so I saw that and I, uh, that proved to me, I said, okay, so there is other things. And it's not just, you know, and I had always been into like, you know, UFO stuff and then, and then that there, which, yeah, I think, I don't know if I've been on a ship or, or what, but I saw, I didn't tell you about that thing I saw about my vision one night when I was seeing those glowing ball balls. Yeah. Once I became blind, I saw just once though that I remember and it was right above my bed at like three in the morning. I woke up and I saw this little black square thing. And you remember the old chalkboard erasers from school? Yeah. They, had, they were like six, seven inches long, right? Yeah. And you could erase the chalkboard. It looked like that. And it was just floating across. This is after I lost my sight. This was about a year or so ago. Above my head, it had one light above it, like on it, like one little light. And I'm like, what the heck is this? And I just watched it float off and disappear. Into the... So I don't know if that has anything to do or means anything or if that was a, a mini UFO, because I've heard of people seeing little. Yeah, like uh, little, so, little, like, like, you know, the men in black at the very end yeah. of the universe is in the dog father's charm. I've had the black shadows. <laughs> I've seen the black shadows. Yeah, I've seen the black shadows. I don't know if it's shadow people. Uh, I've got videos of that. I've got pictures and I've got white mist and black mist. I don't know if that's good uh, energy or bad because they say black is, but why is black? Well, sometimes black can be protection too. Okay, like Reiki so appears black to negative, me. Right? <laughs> I don't understand why they always say black is evil. Well, I, I don't know. I think the main thing is just light and dark. If there's light in a shed on something, you're not in the dark. I think that's where that comes from. But, um, yeah. you know, and then people translated it to white and black. It's just light and dark, you know, like with light or without light is kind of how I see that. That that the mental colors. Now. Yeah. yeah. You know, um, yeah. listeners, I want you to know that um, Harold has his own podcast. And I would love for you to check it out. He's he because he, as you can tell, he has a lot to tell you. He has a lot to say, and he's wonderful to listen to. You are. You're, I could listen to you all day. But would you like to tell the listeners where they can find your podcast or find out more about you? Yeah, that would seem so hard because you know there's so many different people that have the same names and things, and 
I didn't realize that. You know? <laughs> but I, so you got to look if you look up with the handles too, right? Then you find the thing on social media. It's, it's easier to do so. It's the Sullivan Project podcast, and on YouTube it's Harold Sullivan seventy eight, and TikTok Harold Sullivan seventy eight, and then on Facebook it's Harold Sullivan period thirty five or Harold Sullivan dot thirty five. And I will put all those links in the description of the podcast. And is there any listeners? listeners, I I just want to say this real quick. You know, everybody has bad days and we all go through some stuff. But I know that we've just heard only part of Harold's story. Very small part. Yeah, a very small part. But I can say this. Um, If you think that you have it bad, there's always somebody out there that has it worse. And, and even in a good perspective. Yeah. Yeah. Even in Harold's situation, there's somebody that has it worse than he does. We all have situations where we feel like, you know, somebody's we, we're, we feel so bad about something. But just I don't want anybody to ever forget that it could always be worse. And we can look at things and change our perspective and things can come out a lot better on the other side of it. If we and Harold, you're a, a beautiful person. Yeah. You're just a person. And I have been privileged, you know, to have you on this podcast with us. It's been uh, an absolute beautiful experience. And I really appreciate that. Me too. And we all have stories too. So we can maybe get together and find a way to do it. Well, yeah, we could do this again sometime, hopefully. But um, do you have any advice for people who are listening who, who might, any kind of advice you might want to give to anyone listening? Advice, yeah, you got to, first of all, like I was saying, you're not afraid, you're not this, you're negative is not going to do anything, that's not going to help. So you you're first right. got to get past that. You have to think positive about everything. You have to come with love. No matter, you don't have to like someone or something. You don't have to like someone to love them. You know what I mean? True. And like mm-hmm. I always say, love is a choice and so love is to hate. That's how I end my podcast. Right? I love, love that. Is a yeah. choice and so is to hate. It's a choice. You don't have to like someone but love them because they've been through stuff too and you don't know and if you when you get hurt you carry it with you they don't know the person that did that or whatever circumstance they don't get the hurt you know you do so keeping it doesn't do any good let it go relax it talk with somebody whatever find a way you know like crystals and stuff you know which you guys always talk about on the podcast. You know what I mean? <laughs> and essential oils. Yes. Meditations, whatever works for you, but do clean, healthy, not drugs, alcohol, whatever other. You get you get what you, you know, this is your body and your, your temple. temple. And if you clean it, you'll be healthier. You'll feel better. You'll be, your psychic will kick in more. You know, I didn't know what it was. I didn't, I just, I didn't know. And most people don't know. Most people don't. don't know. That they're it's already like, doing it. And they're already doing it. You know, I can tell people, wait a minute, I can sit there and say, how do you not know that, that you, you <laughs> that's psychic. Yeah. All the time I'm pointing it out. Intuition, instinct. Uh, there's a couple other words. And maybe, you, vu, you, right? you know, Harold, it sounds like, it sounds like yeah. you have some homework for the listeners, for them to maybe yeah. pay attention and, and point out to themselves when this is going on. Listen. Yeah. Listen, listen to people. Just be quiet sometimes. Calm down. And then you'll have uh, things come to you and you'll be able to make a decision instead of just being, ah, you know. Yeah. yeah like you said, uh, not reacting, but responding. Yeah, responding. I like how you said that. And, and do Me clean too. stuff, though. Yeah, do clean stuff like meditate. But whatever relaxes you, essential oil, music. Music. You know, in the dark, just lay down and, and quiet. That's so hard to do. You know? Or yeah. go yeah, outside, like a lot of people talk about in nature. Do a garden or just talk, talk and do with the trees or whatever. Animals, right? Yes. Do all that to relax. And I, I guarantee that you'll feel better. Everybody will. Yes. Pollute yourself, right? Make it a better world, wouldn't it? Well, we're all going to do this together. That's what we're here for. Sounds good to me. <laughs> we all got we got this. That's what we're this is the purpose. That's what we're here to do. We got it. <laughs> Harold, thank you so yeah. much for being on the podcast and reaching out to be a guest. And Missy, of course, thank you as always. I'd also thank like you. I'd also like to uh thank our sponsor Everclear. Everclear is an advice app where you can get advice from psychics and empaths so you can get the clarity you need to create the life you deserve. 
And I'm an advisor on there under the name Lisa P, L-E-E-S-A, and then P. And um, I have an Etsy shop. We have like, I have my tarot deck for sale on there. Misty's going to get some stuff up in that Etsy shop. There are all links on our website, www.we'reallpsychic.com. And you can get t-shirts, right. plugs, and everything right. like that too. <laughs> One more thing before we go. I don't Absolutely. want to interrupt you. Oh, no. Oh, but yeah, because you mentioned the tarot deck. We need people to invent these things for blind people. They need to have a Braille yes. tarot deck. They do. Yes. Harold, you should Brand, angel cards, oracle cards, tarot, mm-hmm. because there's so many cards with that. I was like, oh, no, there's 70s. But some other kinds are start off with a smaller deck, but I, I had researchers, a couple, but there's not really much. And like, right. I could learn the, the Braille for the cards, you know what I mean? Yeah, I'm going to look around the internet. for. I bet there is something like that, Harold, and I'm going to find it for yeah. you. There Braille, is. Yeah. Blind, they, don't, they don't make it easy. What if you're blind? Our here, like. Maybe the listeners know of one. Listeners, if you've heard of a yeah. deck blind people that they may yeah. be able to use, like send me an email at Lisa at we're all psychic.com and I'll pass it on to Harold. Or you can find him. You've got his info. Yeah. <laughs> yes, thank you. That's really cool. Yeah, maybe that does exist somewhere. I, I just have a feeling there's yeah. something like that for you. And there's always runes, Harold, because runes are a lot like tarot and you can feel the runes. I might oh, send I you some, some runes. I have. Yeah, some. I got some. I actually have some. I Good. Did. Try them out. Yeah, try I that. Tried them and I tried I got crystals. And I, I'm like, I'm thinking of making my own kind of, maybe I can write my own cards. I can draw. Maybe. I don't know. I'll figure out something. You figure it out. I know you will. Yeah. If it doesn't exist. Yeah. I don't need it at all. I can be the vessel. You know what I mean? You, <laughs> you, can, do, you can read yourself and, you know, whatever the circumstances. Do what, do what you got. That's right. Like, you right. don't need you don't need to go out and buy all these things. You can use what you got or grab something. Yeah. You know, yep. Simple. It's around. Yeah. You can scry your picture if you want to. Yeah. You know, if you can see yeah, it. I heard you talking about that. Yeah. I didn't yeah. hear about that before, but you can yeah. take a picture. Yeah. That's that. what I do a lot and ask my questions and look at myself. You or can swing things. Yeah. You can just, you know, whatever. Swing yourself. I heard where you stand there, hold your arms and legs together and ask a question and your body goes nowhere. You yeah. I've heard of that too. Yeah. So, but thank you so much, Harold. And, and and we'd love to have you back sometime. And I know I would, Missy. I, I imagine you would too. Yeah, yeah definitely. And uh, listeners, as always, we love you. And thank you so much for listening and watching. And we will hopefully, we have another podcast tomorrow. And hopefully I'll have this one posted today. I don't know. I want to. And uh, we love you. Love you. Misty, peace out, listeners and watchers. We love you. Good night, good evening, good morning, good day. Goodbye. Goodbye. Goodbye.